When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Phase zero immediate reaction. We're back-to-back days with it. We have another big show right now because the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday special trailer is officially here on BD. Everybody, let's go around top to bottom and introduce yourselves while I tell Twitter that we're live. Uh, Hey, everybody. It's Aaron Perrine here. Excited to see all your wonderful smiling faces for the second day in a row. Adam. What's going on, as <laughs> yeah, Carlos very upset with Cosmo right now. Oh, yeah. uh, what's going on? I can't. We got it. Two trailers in two days, man. I'm uh, I'm hyped. Hey, everybody! It's Jenna Anderson. What a week! What a week! I picked the weirdest week to go out of town because everything Marvel keeps pulling me back in. So happy to be here. This is such a great trailer. Hey everyone, Liam, back again. Thanks for having me on. Aaron, I want to give a shout out to like the little purple tint in your hair. Yeah. Um, obviously Black Panther related. I love it. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going for. And that's why I got lost to the black goop yesterday while we were talking about Ant-Man. Now, I, I, hopefully <laughs> I'll stay connected for this whole thing on Guardians. <laughs> hopefully. We missed you yesterday when you did blip out. I sit Richard a, a thing for that same I will return graphic, mm-hmm. but he didn't see it till afterwards. We're like, we'll get it. We'll get it next time. Next time. <laughs> Just have it loaded up, ready to go. Right. All right. So the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special trailer is here. We saw it. I mean, you know, maybe we saw a couple forms of it today, but it is officially here. Uh, we're, 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 this, this looks super fun. Let's go around with everybody's reactions. I mean, Top of my head, this just looks like, I mean, an absolute blast. I think that uh, it's it's uh, the one thing I'm, wor- I'm not worried, curious about is how long is this going to be? Because I remember when this was described in the filming, it was like, yeah, we're just filming it during the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 production uh, and filming Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind footage for the, the Epcot ride at Disney World. So I was like, ah, oh, the holiday special is probably like this 25 minute, you know, quick little thing. But then Werewolf by Night came along. It was 52 minutes long with credits. I'm like, is this almost going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy 2.5 full on almost an hour? I hope so, uh, because this this teaser trailer is like the Guardians of the Galaxy advent calendar come to life. And I just want to see this man, uh, Mantis and Drax adventure. Kevin Bacon's in the MCU and Star-Lord. Is he coming back to Earth? I don't know. But this looks this just looks like a lot of fun. I'm curious if James Gunn's going to try to rip my heart out around the holidays. because That's what he seems to love to do. Super, super fun trailer. I'm here for it. Uh, Aaron, what'd you think? Uh, really, really fun. Um, it seems like the MCU has continued to do the impossible. I usually don't go up for holiday specials like this. And if this and Hawkeye both end up being amazing, I'll be like, man, I really have to do uh, something will fill the Charlie Brown size hole in my heart. So I'm excited, excited to see Kevin Bacon run for his life. I feel like there might be another inclusion guest star that's not here that kevin bacon is supposed to be there to help throw us off the scent so excited who you got who who, who you put in the vegas odds on man if it's not mark hamill like 
Stop mm-hmm. playing with us on Twitter, old man. I love him. But like he's sitting there jumping around like, oh, this looks interesting. Mm, wow. <laughs> Liam, what do you think of the trailer? Yeah, I really dug it. This honestly feels like one of the biggest things the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done on Disney Plus, strictly because it's an extension of all these theatrical heroes being brought to a streaming special. Like we've had our spinoffs with like Loki, Sam Wilson, Bucky Barnes, like all guys that have had prominent roles <laughs> in the MCU so far. But the fact that this is looking like Guardians 2.5 is really, really fun. And I like how it seems like it's going to bridge the gap between Love and Thunder and Volume 3. And a lot of people have said, like, you know, do we really need all these Disney Plus specials and shows to tie into the greater MCU? This seems like it's doing exactly what a special presentation is serving to do. Have a fun adventure while also including some really important content along the way. It's interesting you point out the... uh the fact that this feels like a real continuation of characters from movies from the Infinity Saga. Uh, this is actually the first Guardians of the Galaxy project. I mean, besides Thor Love and Thunder, but Guardians titled project that will not have Gamora in it, as far as we know. I mean, maybe somehow there's a credits tag or something to show us, you know, where we're going to find them in volume three. But let that sink in. R.I.P. Gone for the Soul Stone. Adam, what'd you think of the trailer? Uh, between Werewolf by Night and this trailer, I'm 110% in on this special presentation. It's uh, enough with the, the world ending stuff, you know. The, the characters they managed to put in the 48 minutes of Werewolf by Night um, and what they're going to do with this, you know, is is truly wonderful. You know, to compare it to other shows, they they did as much character development and character work in in the one shot as, as some of these shows you know which is absolutely insane and they they can afford to do that because the stories are are super scaled down even looking at this this is a kevin bacon heist movie it would appear <laughs> um and i'm sure we're going to get all sorts of sad people um you know especially star lord but at the same time you know i didn't anticipate drax and mantis kind of leading the charge on this um but yeah man i'm all in on these these presentations yeah i find i find that really interesting that drax and mantis are seemingly uh like the main characters but i am curious what that means because it doesn't look like star lord's on earth in this one so are we gonna see whatever star lord's doing in the meantime and it's just split and this trailer only showed us the the earthbound saga i don't know jenna what'd you think I I agree with everything that everyone said. I am also curious because like part of me had built up in my head after Vin Diesel had said in a dozen different interviews of like, we're going to Planet X at some point. Part of me almost expected the holiday special to be like, we're going to teach all of the trees on Planet X, like the meaning of Christmas. So I almost wonder if that might be like part of what Peter partially ends up doing also because I would just love to see that. That would be amazing. I... I agree with Adam. I think the special presentations are the future of the MCU in a way. I think this feels like picking up a one shot of a comic with characters that you know and that you recognize, but you don't have to have the long-term commitment of reading a mini series, reading a maxi series. Like you can just enjoy it for what it is. And so I'm really excited to see what this entails. This is exactly what I wanted. Um, I, I'm with y'all. I, I think the special presentation stuff uh, is is the way to go in the future. I hope they do more of this. And as much as I have loved and I've had a love-hate relationship with the series, mostly love. I, I enjoy them for the most part, but I've expressed my my criticisms. I, I, I think the special presentations are one for one right now. Uh, and I really think that they could do some really cool stuff on Disney Plus with this. Um, okay, a couple talking points we got written down here. This first one, uh, Cosmo is being voiced by Maria Bakalova, who you may have just seen in Borat 2. 
Uh, she's also in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I have not seen A24's Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Has anybody seen that? Anybody here seen that? I have not, but I've heard it's very good. And she was so good in Borat, too, that like as soon as I knew she was involved in this, I was so excited. I can't wait to hear Cosmo's voice because it's something I feel like we've all heard, like imagined in our minds ever since he first showed up. So this is going to be cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, Cosmo talking is going to be a trip. Cosmo talking is going to be an absolute trip. Kevin Bacon talking point here. Who put this one in the, in the, in the spreadsheet here? Go Liam Crowley. Go. Take, yeah. Take, I, take I feel like later. I owe everyone like a really deep cut breakdown after the response from yesterday's uh, show. So the one I had for this holiday special, uh, Kevin Bacon in his uh, lawn has Chippendales inflatable ornaments. Um, and while he's not involved in any Chippendales projects, the first credit on his filmography is National Lampoon's Animal House, where he plays a character named Chip Diller. So maybe it's a coincidence, but my brain thinks otherwise. Hold on, I'm sending a message to try to get a live guest on here. This is ridiculous. It's probably not going to happen, but... <laughs> Stranger things have happened. It's Chip and Dale, isn't it? It is not Chip or Dale. It's Kevin Bacon uh, himself. He's going to break in silence and being on the MCU. <laughs> John Mulaney, what are you doing here? <laughs> all right, all right. That is, I, I saw that fact go into the spreadsheet and I was like, dude, how does Liam even make these connections? How does, I just wish my brain worked that way. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, and anybody in the comment section right now, by the way, since we're live on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to us in podcast form, you know, five-star reviews, but live comment section, I encourage you all to drop your talking points, the things you want to talk about from this trailer. Uh, we will get to those. We love the comment section. Uh, what do we got here? This oh, oh oh oh, we have a possible Eternals connection. Possible Eternals connection. Who was this? You again, Liam? This was me again. Um, it's not in the trailer specifically, but there were set photos of Drax and uh, Mantis walking in Hollywood Boulevard, and there are movie posters for Kingo uh, movies uh, from Bollywood and all that stuff. So there might be reason to believe that maybe Kevin and Kevin Bacon and Kingo have worked together. Maybe he references him. Who knows? And uh, Kingo has had some shine on Disney Plus before, obviously, with that Miss Marvel reference in one of the earlier episodes. Be interesting to see if they bring the movie star element into it. And we already saw Nathan Fillion on a poster once in in a James Gunn. Did uh, we, though? Movie. We barely saw it. <laughs> I mean, like we saw set photos that we kind of almost saw it in the movie. I don't know if it's in a set photo. Does it count? Does it count as canon? Who knows? Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? We got? Oh, so uh, one thing I want to talk about is how this compares to the footage at Comic-Con for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Obviously, these are two completely different projects, so they're going to be completely different footage. But the tone of them is so bizarrely, not bizarrely different, but so very, very different. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 footage at San Diego Comic-Con had your boy crying in the, in the crowd. I was crying in the club right there. Uh, that footage was so, so good. And it was set to a song that if you listen to it now, like, I don't know, maybe it was just a cathartic moment for me or some kind of life-changing moment to sit there and listen to uh, to this song as it stood with the footage from Guardians of the Galaxy. But the Flaming Lips song, Do You Realize? It's just so heavy. And there's comedy. It cuts straight back to comedy after some, some weighty, emotional, meaty moments. But um, this does not seem to be going for that same depth of emotion even though this is just one trailer so it very well might but that footage at guard at, at san diego comic-con of guardians volume three was just so so good but also way way heavier than this as a guardians fan i'm real curious to see if they release the same trailer and you're not surrounded by seven thousand people who are the most hardcore marvel fans who slept on the sidewalk all night to see it if you if that energy will translate to everybody the same way it did in that room uh, but 
we'll see. We'll see when that happens. But yes, these the, I just wanted to point out, this does look very, very different from the Guardians Volume 3 footage uh, for whatever that's worth. One thing I wanted to point out, you know, the Iron Man fan in me had to bring him up. There is footage in this. We're going to Hollywood. Drax and Mantis are walking down Hollywood Boulevard. They're right there on the Walk of Fame. We have seen the Walk of Fame. We have seen Hollywood Boulevard in the Marvel Cinematic Universe before in Iron Man 3. The Chinese theater got blown up by the Extremis uh, experiment by a soldier who had the Extremis uh, serum, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh, infused into their body. I'm real curious if there's going to be like an Iron Man 3 nod, a memoriam to the people who died at the Chinese theater in the MCU. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of crazy because Aaron and I will be at the Chinese theater tomorrow night. So if you're there, say hi, but don't pull like an Iron Man three stunt because <laughs> I'm looking for that. But uh, I'm curious, you know, I, that, that's the that's the kind of thing that in the like phase phase one, phase two, you'd really see those sort of little tiny nods saying, let, reminding you all the time these things are connected. I'd love to see it. You know what? Iron Man fan. Iron Man three is a good movie. Also a Christmas movie. So there's a way to tie together the first MCU Christmas project with the outright holiday special of it all. Just some thoughts, just some thoughts. Jenna, you had a point I think on here. On oh yeah. So one of the biggest points of speculation I know in the lead up to this has been, are we going to get any new characters in this? I know Aaron kind of put his bets on Mark Hamill, um, particularly as Santa Claus. I will get into that first, but I know people have speculated, like, could we see Adam Warlock? Could we like lean into the kind of like Messiah-esque complex that he has by having him debut in a Christmas themed special? Could we get Silver Surfer in some capacity? Is Kevin Bacon the tease that James Gunn had when he talked about how the special is going to introduce like one of the greatest MCU characters of all time? Like, we'll have to wait and see. I did want to mention the Santa of it all because it does feel like a thing of like, even if he even if we don't get Mark Hamill as Santa, which at this point I'm really hopeful that we will in some capacity, um, the idea of Christmas in the MCU and of Christmas in the Marvel Universe is really weird because Santa is can like canonically one of the biggest Omega-level mutants that has ever existed. Um, in the uh, Marvel Holiday Special of 1991, the X-Men basically figured out through Cerebro that um, Santa has all of these mutant abilities that basically make him Santa of he can you know live forever he can manipulate gravity which is how he can get up and down chimneys he can teleport he can manipulate the weather he has all of these abilities that like when you classify them as a mutant they make him unbelievably powerful but he just happens to be santa so i would give anything to see them deal with that in some way because just canonizing santa the omega level mutant would be so cool man what a what a holiday season it is for santa claus too by the way yeah he's he's john wicking it in violent night <laughs> Could be showing up in the holiday special. I would love to see. I know Adam has thoughts. I know Adam. I heard. I know there's some Silver Surfer talk. You know, people. Oh man, don't. Yeah, please. I mean, why not? You know, they're they're driving along. They just got done opening presents. They just got done. You know, eating their Christmas ham or, or whatever. They eat out nowhere. Or contracts. <laughs> yeah. And the the surfboard comes crashing through their spaceship windshield. Um, I would love for them to like. Bring Santa in, but don't make him an Omega level mutant. Make him like an Omega level inhuman. Just Aww. to like stop. <laughs> just to like turn things up a little bit further. The North Pole's just full of Terrigen mist. Oh, please. Please <laughs> just go that way and it'll be the best thing ever. Uh yeah, but no, I think I think Santa's probably a, a really safe bet. I wouldn't the thing is, I think Jenna mentions that James said something about um this setting up volume three or like the stories connecting somehow. So that leads me to believe, I mean, Adam Warlock might show up um, at the tail end of it or, or something. 
I don't know, Silver Surfer would be awesome. I mean, Galactus, and then you could get the Fire Lord and Morg and Frankie Ray and Nova. We are ridiculous. Yo, and, listen, uh, this is a holiday special. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so what? You mean there can't be like 20 superheroes? Have in this? you not seen the Star Wars holiday special where it's just cameos after cameos after cameos? Like that, that would debuted in it. Yeah, that's we true. have that's we have true. so many guest stars in that special. I I would love if like I love that we get Kevin Bacon, but if we had like even remotely that number, it would be so. Richard Ryder. Oh. Yeah. Right? See exactly. Oh. Yeah. What are the if Mark Hamill is Santa? They've got to reference the Star Wars special, right? Oh, without a doubt. That's why it's yeah. like that. All of that clicked together so easily because it's like when the holiday special precedent was really set by Star Wars, I feel like you have to take that opportunity. And when Mark Hamill has not been in any of James Gunn's superhero stuff, this feels like the perfect way to bring him in. Like, I will be shocked if that doesn't happen. You call this stuff hair braided, but I'm with some of the people in the chat. The first thing I thought about since we're in Los Angeles is what if Wonder Man lives next to Kevin Bacon? Like, I was sad. I'm internet pilled that badly, but I'm like, oh. (laughs) You have to have introduced him at some point. Like, why not? Just let James Gunn introduce everybody, you know? I feel like I'm just such a Guardians fan that, like, they're the characters that I'm so satisfied with them as an ensemble that it's the one project where I'm not like, give me more characters. But I you also get, like, a three-hour movie with them in, like, six months anyway. So you'll, you'll, Listen, you'll yeah, be satisfied. And you know what, Jenna? That seems to be the last time, okay? And I'm not Fair ready. Point. All right. I need all my time with the Guardians. <laughs> I love these characters. <laughs> we'll uh, play the video game like a dozen times in the meantime. That's true. That's true. No, I I, I, I really am so curious what the emotional journey of this one's going to be because I really don't feel like James Gunn's going to do something without, you know, really packing an emotional punch. What is it going to mean to like Star-Lord to meet Kevin Bacon? Who's going to end up watching Footloose and having a complete change, have it completely change their lives like it happened to the rest of us, you know, except Peter Parker. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, oh, I think one of the payoffs could be, you know, whether maybe maybe Star Lord coming to Earth because if you think about it, he hasn't really spent time on Earth since his mother died, with the exception being stepping through a portal from Titan into the destroyed Avengers HQ, which really I don't think is going to drum up any emotional m- memories for him. That's definitely not Missouri. Uh, and then he went to New Asgard really briefly. It seemed. We don't really know exactly how long he was there, but then he left. He, he jetted out of there pretty much as fast as he could. So maybe coming back for the holidays could be the emotional pay of this. I don't know. I feel like that's something you save for Guardians Volume 3, if anything. But I don't know. You guys think uh, Peter's going to make his way to Earth at all? I feel like he saved that for Volume 3. Like you said, like the emotion of it just feels so much stronger. And plus you get to play off the novelty of like bringing Kevin Bacon to wherever Peter is. Like I feel like that is so much funnier than bringing Peter to Earth and having this big cathartic Christmas moment. So, but I don't know. We'll see. I just want to point out something. For the first time ever since Spider-Man No Way Home, I actually named that kid. And the comment section said, Peter who? So (laughs) the joke is not dead. Just yesterday we were saying the joke is dead and I won't let it die. The joke is not dead. It lives on. It lives on. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Liam had another interesting note here about the marketing windows for these holiday specials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get obsessed with marketing campaigns ever since Thor Love and Thunder waited like two months before it came out to drop the trailer. Um, and the fact that this trailer came and the title card revealed the holiday specials coming on Black Friday, which is November 25th, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, kind of sets this marketing window at one month, which was essentially with the same thing for Werewolf by Night uh, as that trailer dropped on September 10th. 
and then premiered on October 7th. But the biggest difference is we've known about this holiday special since Disney Investor Day way back in December 2020. Marvel didn't acknowledge Werewolf by Night, Werewolf by Night's existence until D23 in September. So I do wonder with special presentations in the future, if they're about characters we already know, are we going to get announcements and then trailers later on? Or are we going to, is Guardians like a one-off where we announced it so long ago, but in the future, surprise, here's a trailer, special presentation coming in a month if you weren't following all the set photos beforehand. I did find it really interesting that Werewolf by Night was basically, its existence was a secret <laughs> until it was announced with a trailer. And this was the opposite where it was announced a while ago. And uh, But this was one of those uh, Investor Day announcements. So I feel like they really wanted to show like, hey, Let's up that stock value because we have Guardians of the Galaxy coming to Disney Plus, whereas Werewolf by Night. Sorry, Adam. I don't know <laughs> if at the time it would have had as big of a bump to them prices. Yeah, it had the biggest bump. What are you talking about? Go back and look at the chart. <laughs> to All be my fair, investor friends said, Adam, I can't believe it. Man, thing caused Disney stock to go through. <laughs> this is not inv investing advice. I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, that's I will give you though, Werewolf by Night's probably it's it's top three, if not top two, maybe top one, depending who you are and if your name rhymes with Schmadam Schmarnhart. But <laughs> Werewolf by Night is up there, man. That turned out to be yeah, one of the best it, things it made to my Disney top Plus. One list. Um, the marketing go. windows for this is even with uh, with the special presentation and streaming stuff. I mean, look at Netflix. They uh release trailers the week of yeah you know and it's just like you you don't need to buy your tickets and, and you don't need to say okay i'm gonna go to the theater for this you know you go out to the living room and turn the tv on or you watch on your phone or watch wherever on your vr headset if you must you know so uh <laughs> i wonder if this i know we only got the one for werewolf by night but i do wonder if we'll get a little more for this we still haven't got gotten uh werewolf by night toys or anything right mm -hmm. but they did a guardians advent lego calendar and i'm assuming they'll probably do more stuff they did do funko pops for this like they're, they've already mm -hmm. been out before we even <laughs> released it for the special mm -hmm. so yeah I do i'm buying think, the like, advent calendar nice hell yeah um i do think to adam's point about like marketing campaigns and stuff it just seems like there's so much out there nowadays that like you need to just go fast you need to get people's attention and then not tell them hey come back in two or three months and watch a thing like having it be hey come back in a month and watch a thing feels much easier in the la landscape of things so i think they're they're approaching this in a really smart way yeah i feel like this one's gonna have some strong mcu connections stronger than werewolf by night obviously and that was a, that was a stand a completely standalone new character. I feel like it's inevitable that this one is going to propel us really into Volume Three. I think Jenna, were you saying earlier that it feels like this is really going to bridge that gap between Volume Two and Volume Three nicely? I really feel like that's going to be true. It is definitely like I think that just and and even just getting to have that kind of storytelling because it does feel like so many of the trilogies and onward in the MCU it's just like the the difference between the installments is so definite and so getting this little interlude is definitely going to be good one other thing i actually should have pointed out when I'm comparing the comic con footage with volume 3 groot starting to look like a linebacker here in <laughs> in this footage i'm telling you right now when you see groot in the volume 3 trailer i i thought he looked like a linebacker there more now i'll say defensive lineman this man is just, it's bulking season for Groot lately. And he is, uh, he is planting those roots uh, and sprouting. 
So I think it's going to be cool to see continue to see new iterations of Groot. I thought this was inevitably going to grow into another Groot that looked like, you know, the Groot we saw in Guardians 1, the Hot Toys figure that I love so much, first one I ever bought. But clearly, they're just trying to drain my wallet even further and give me new figures to buy. And we have multiple iterations of Groot, uh, but he's been hitting the weights. Clearly, somebody's been watering that kid and he is he's bulking up. Uh, I do want to also go. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah, go I was going to say the head to body ratio for Groot reminds me of like the Goombas from the Super Mario Brothers live action movie Absolutely. of just like very small head, very built body. So I, it's just delightful. I want to point out here this this shot of the Hollywood sign. It looks like now we've seen stuff like this before. I know we said this about Thor: Love and Thunder trailer, and we were wrong, but it looks like something has been edited out there is almost certainly a ship landing there, right? Yeah, I can see that. I mean, that's some smoke coming out from behind right. the sun. <laughs> what? Let's no, I, oh, 26. Unless Why? it is the high evolutionary's base and the, like his secret villain layer is behind the sign. <laughs> and that's like out. the rough opening <laughs> up. Yeah. That would be that the is, coolest thing. <laughs> I mean, there is something either landing or coming out from under the ground in the behind the Hollywood sign. Uh, and there we are. Look, no, no Iron Man, no Iron Man three, not yet in this shot of Hollywood Boulevard. I'll tell you right now, you pan that camera to the right a little bit. You see an Iron Man wax figure at Madame Tussauds. So they better, they better just happy Hogan almost died right there. Okay. <laughs> happy Hogan almost died right there. All right. Anything else we want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special dropping on Disney plus one month from today. It's so close yet so far. Anything else we want to discuss about this uh, this trailer before we wrap up our immediate reaction episode, the second in two days? Um, I did just want to add real quick. Oh, no, Aaron, you can go. Oh, dang it. We're both doing it. Uh, go ahead, Liam. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, well, we were dancing around, you know, it feels like it's going to be important. It feels like it's going to be big. Um, Gunn has said before uh, on Twitter and in interviews before with Collider and Radio Times, he's called it the epilogue of phase four. There's a lot of big information in there. It's in canon. It's about the Guardians. You're going to learn stuff that you need to learn before volume three. It's great. I'm really happy with it. So, um, you know, it remains to be seen if those words end up ringing true. But the man himself is calling this crucial information. He did hype uh, the only time the only time Gunn has almost almost lost my trust was when he super super hyped the Guardians of the Galaxy one credit scene. I thought for sure Iron Man was flying to space to meet them. I remember the rumor mill back in 2014, Space Armor, Tony Stark, and it was Howard the Duck sipping martini. Now I know some of y'all love Howard the Duck, but I felt like I got Captain America patience right there. And uh, I wanted to see the crossover because it was never enough for Brandon. But no, ultimately, I do think this one is going to... Honestly, I don't feel like I even need MCU connections to love this one. Like I said, I love these characters, but I, I do feel like it's going to have all of that and more. And Vin Diesel, if y'all remember, in that interview I did with him back at Bloodshot, somebody referenced it earlier in this episode. I think it was you, Lee, in Planet X. No, it was uh, me. John uh, yeah, Planet X. I'm so curious because James Gunn has also gone out and said, no, Alpha Groot's not a real thing. <laughs> so we'll never know if we have a Tyrese on our hands with that Vin Diesel interview, claiming Morbius is in the MCU, or if Vin Diesel really is taking us to Planet X and, and we're going to see, you know, hometown for our favorite little tree. Someone's in the water in those Fast and Furious movies. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, it's not, I'm not, it's not Black Adam. <laughs> uh, 
All right, we got any any comments here that oh, the invisible jet is landing up there? What a crossover! James Gunn has been talking about that uh that Marvel DC crossover. <laughs> Just in the one way we would never expect. <laughs> All right, Aaron, what were what were you gonna say a moment ago? Oh, I just keep laughing at like what if has weird breadcrumbs in it that like something is going to happen, but it's not gonna be exactly the same way as in what if, but it ends up happening with the guardians partying at that bar. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've seen this before. What in the world? So we got the uh, we're gonna be doing that dance again, y'all. I know y'all saw the rankings episode, but it's like, let's go ahead and sit through what if, let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be my number one for 2022. What? what Guardians season? Holiday Special. Oh, okay. wow. I was about to say, what if season two? No, <laughs> Man, what if season two? What if season two? It's coming. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about, Adam? Anything you want to point out before we wrap up? Oh, man. It looks great. It looks uh, absolutely awesome. Everything Christmas is awesome. Holiday is, is awesome. I love the Christmas lights. I love all the stuff i just can't wait to see kang pop up and help them celebrate since it's so important (laughs) (laughs) liam any final words today uh no just thanks for having me on again this was a lot of fun and i'm stoked for more mcu christmas content hawkeye was a blast last year it looks like this is going to continue this uh tradition love it jenna um, just go read some comics. Go read that 1991 Marvel special where Santa's an Omega level mutant. Um, there's countless other Santa comic appearances and just countless Christmas comics. So yeah, just dive into it and just yeah, follow me on Twitter at HayesGenelin. Love it, Aaron. I'll see you tomorrow night. What you got for us on the send off? Uh, it's at something like Hornet, and uh, I just appreciate the chat remembering the glory that was Lizard at two twenty six. Thank you guys. That was Lizard, Lizard at two twenty six. <laughs> Lizard two twenty six is hanging out with Lil Icky right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you know, you know. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining us for another immediate reaction episode of Phase Zero. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the channel because we will have interviews for Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming up here. We will have a video of Aaron and I going to the Black Panther Wakanda Forever premiere tomorrow night, and we will have our initial reactions. We have a live show on Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on YouTube.com slash C slash Phase Zero. If you're listening to us in podcast form, just throw us a subscribe. Look at our beautiful faces every once in a while and Continue listening to our beautiful voices wherever you listen to your podcasts. Aaron, Adam, Jenna, Liam, thank you so much for joining on BD. We will see you on the channel whenever you want and for another live show on Thursday. See you there.